Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, and I want to start off today by apologizing. I'm still having an issue applying music to this podcast, and I've tried all week, and I'm I'm failing in every attempt that, uh, that I make. I'm trying to either apply or download music to this podcast, and it doesn't seem to be working out well for me. Well, if anyone is willing to help me, I will... Always, as I always do, I leave my email address. Please give me an email. Let me know uh, what I'm doing wrong. Um, perhaps there is a, 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 another YouTube video that I haven't seen yet that you can refer me to on how to uh, apply or download music to this podcast. And any information you give would, would be greatly appreciated. So thank you. But, uh, but while I have you now, uh, I would like to continue the work through uh, the study of God's word on today. I thank you for joining me on today, and on today, we're going to go into Matthew chapter 4. On last week, we were in Matthew uh, 4, uh, chapter 8, I mean, uh, verse 18. Today, we're going to be in uh, uh, chapter 4, verse 1, verse 1 through 11, and we're going to speak from the topic today, so glad that Jesus did not sin, so glad that Jesus did not sin. Jesus is like us. He he is the son of God. We know this, but he is the only begotten son of God. We have been adopted sons of God, but Jesus is the only begotten son of God. And when Jesus came to the earth, the Bible talks about Verse 18, Jesus calling his first disciples. Well, Jesus himself had to be a disciple of his father to show and prove that Jesus is the son of God. And he did this to those of us who who are chosen. Remember the um, I think it's the priestly prayer. Jesus wasn't praying for the world. He was praying for those whom his father gave to him. So in order for us to be disciples, Jesus had Jesus himself had to become a disciple. And he did so by being born of Mary, who was a virgin. But also. Given as a a living sacrifice from his father, because Jesus was the only he came to this world as the as as would be the only sacrifice that could ever be offered for the sins of all mankind. And so over in Matthew chapter four, we see Jesus even before his ministry has begun. He's being led up into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So Jesus in Matthew four is going into the wilderness of temptation And the Bible says that in verse two, after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. Now, let me quickly point out to you that 40 days and 40 nights are just the number completely 40. The reason I believe and I believe the Bible speaks to this, that the the reason for the 40 is a is a exact replica replic, replication 
of the 40 years that the children of Israel spent wandering in the wilderness. You see, I believe that Jesus had to make up every failed attempt by man up to the time of, of his entrance into the world. So this 40 years represents these 40 days and 40 nights represent the 40 years the children spent in, in the wilderness uh, aimlessly disbelieving in God. I believe this here, it, it, it covers a multitude of the sin that these Israelites had done hundreds, if not thousands of years earlier. Well, hundreds of years, we, we can go with that argument, hundreds of years earlier. And so this is a this is a direct correlation to that. And I believe the Bible backs me up on that. After the 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus, the Bible says, was hungry. Now, was he hungry for physical food or was he hungry for spiritual food? We're about to find out. But we know that his physical body was 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 hungry. Verse three says, and the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Now, so we know it was his physical body because he told him the, 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 the tempter. So I'm reading from the English standard version of the Bible. Uh, you may have a different uh, translation Bible and it may speak different, but we know that the word is the same no matter what. The devil came to him. In his physical weakness, not his spiritual weakness, because the devil does not know our spiritual uh, strength or weakness. But he comes at, at us in our weakness because to him, weakness is weakness. So he sees Jesus's weakness and he says to him, turn these stones into into loaves of bread. But Jesus answered him. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The Bible itself is the mouth of God. It is the word of God. It is God's word written down for us to study, for us to break down, for us to get into and for us to understand what it is that God is trying to tell us. We shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Because when our when our physical bodies are weak, our our spirit must remain strong. Because if our spirit is is weak and our physical bodies is weak, we will fall under the temptation of the devil, and we and we will we will fall away from God. We will. I have no doubt about that. We will fall away from God. Because there are so many people out here every day falling victim and away from God simply because either they, they, they will not accept God as their as their savior or they will not accept Jesus as their savior. But what is happening with these people, they are falling away because they are weak in spirit. They are weak in flesh. And they and and as we go forth, we'll we'll begin to see why these things are happening. So let's move forward. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, 
he will command his angels concerning you, and on their heads will they bear up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. Now, you see the craftiness here? You see the craftiness, the, just the, the cunningness of how Satan uses the word of God against his own son? He used the word of God against you and against me. He will, he, he comes as an angel of light, the Bible says. But if given the opportunity, he will come as if, as if he's telling you something that is true. But remember the words of the garden. Did God not say? No, God did say. But he came back with a question versus a command. God gave the command, but he came back with a question. So right here, he's coming at Jesus with the word using the word against the word. And you have to know how to recognize and how to answer the only way. And I'm telling you this, this is the only way it may be disputed. It may come back on me, but I'm telling you the only way to understand how an attack from the word is happening is to already be filled with the word. The only way that is the only way. And Jesus, being the word, followed up with him by saying in verse seven, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord God to the test, putting him in his place. So that is why we have to try the word by the word. We have to try the spirit by the spirit. We have to be so filled and so saturated with God's word that when we hear falsehoods like this, we will know where it comes from because the devil cannot speak the truth, but he can use the word to ask the questions concerning the truth. Just as he did here, just as he did with Eve. He asked a question concerning the truth, but he did not come at her like he did not come at Christ with the truth. So you have to be very careful as disciples. You have to be very careful. This is why we are encouraged to study, to show ourselves approved, because this day is coming when we will be axed. We will be axed from the word of God. And if we aren't careful, we will get swept away. Let us continue. Verse eight. Again, the devil took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Now, this here, this here is where a lot of men, not women, men, because the reason I say not women and a women, if you if you hear this, I don't want you to take offense to this. But men are supposed to be the head. Men are supposed to be the leaders. Men are supposed to be the protectors. Well, men are the ones that are that are falling down, hiding under your skirt, asking, asking you to protect them. That's what's going on here. Because man has given himself over to the pleasures of this world. He has given him. Oh, he has given himself over to the fulfillment of this world. He has given himself over to the, the, the lust of this world and he has not overcome it. There are some men who are in high positions. Who command great 
from 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 the people, not from God, but from the people. And Satan is supplying them so long as they do what he wants them to do and not what God has sent them out to do. You see, as a disciple, we have a responsibility that is to go and to baptize in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit and to teach. But see, there are men out here who are not willing to do that. There are men out here who are more concerned about their cars or their jewelry or their money or how many women they can hide in hotels all across the world. There are men who are doing that rather than saving souls and being disciples for Christ. Doing exactly what God has asked them to do, all because Satan has took has has taken them to a high mountain and have shown them the riches of the world. Don't don't think just because Jesus was the only one to be shown the riches of the world that these men aren't shown the riches of the world. But see, it takes someone special. It takes that disciple. It takes that that special disciple. To take God's word. And study it and saturate himself in it and be prepared when the question comes, be prepared when his physical body is weak, but his spiritual body is strong. It takes that special man, that special disciple to be that way. There are special men out there. There are special disciples out there. And I'm calling these brothers that we will band together against the forces of evil. Do you think for one minute that these that these men who have given themselves over to the lust of this world, to the power of this world, to 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 the pleasures of this world? Do you think for one minute they care about you? No, they say they care about you. But what do they really care about? Money, power, influence, prestige, everything other than what God has called us to. All for the namesake of not saying his name. That is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the only begotten son of God. And if you ever hear them say that they can't use it in a way that draws people to them, they use it in a way that make them their itching ears stand up and their itching ears stand out. But when you say the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hell rocks and hell rumbles and the devil wants nothing to do with that. And that is who we have to get back to being. That is what we've been called to do as disciples. And this who this is the first disciple in Jesus Christ who is going to show us how to be disciples. And he goes forth and he says, then Jesus says to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written. You shall worship. The Lord, your God and him only shall you serve. You see, I'm convinced that when Jesus told Satan this, that 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 you he was telling Satan, you shall worship the Lord God and him only shall you serve. That's why Satan fleed, because he cannot serve God. He cannot stand God and he cannot stand God's people. This world is not meant for us. This world is meant for those who will serve Satan. That's who this world is for. That's why this world is so turned around right now. You got men wanting to be women and you got women wanting to be men. You got girls who are so falling away from themselves. They don't even know who they are anymore. Same as boys. You got boys wanting to dress up and, and put on dresses and stand in front of 
uh, uh, a television screen talking about this is who my real self is. This is who my true self is. No, your true identity is in Christ Jesus. And if you don't know that you are doomed for destruction, you have to know who you are. You have to fight for it. You cannot give up just because it because of the pleasures of the world, because of the pleasures of the flesh. No, you have to fight for it because Jesus Christ fought for you. He gave his life so that you would have a right to the tree of life. And it is time, men. It is time, men, that we stand up. And when men stand up, the women will stand with us. They will stand with us. They will know who the true and the living God is. But we've got too many men wanting to cow down and wanting to play, 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 tuck it away until the Lord comes. Don't you hide that denary. Don't you hide that denary. You better multiply it. He's giving you something to multiply and brother, you better multiply it. I'm calling you out right now, whomever's listening to this podcast and whomever will listen to this podcast. This this here is an open invitation for all to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And by doing so, Jesus now pay attention, Jesus gave his father. Whom we should worship. Whom we should serve only the Lord, only the Lord, your God. Jesus says, and serve him only. But over in Matthew, the 17th chapter, going into the fifth verse, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John to a high mountain, just them three. And there the Bible says that Jesus is transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun. His clothes became white as light and behold there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus and Peter said to Jesus is it good for us to be here but while Peter was still talking or rather rather while 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 Moses and Elijah was still talking they heard a voice from heaven and that voice said this is my beloved son, whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Well, Jesus just said that the Lord God is whom we should serve. But the pleasure of the father reflects back on the son. So therefore, if we're going to stand in the marketplace and proclaim God, we ought to proclaim Jesus. If we're going to stand in the workplace and proclaim God, we should proclaim Jesus. If we're going to stand in the public square and proclaim God, we should proclaim Jesus. Because I personally, I am so glad Jesus did not sin. Because where would we be? Where would we be? That's a hypothetical question right there. Where would we be? That's something I don't even want to think about. But I'm so glad that Jesus did not sin. That's my time today. I thank you. Uh, next week, we're going to continue in the study of discipleship. We're going to go on to another another chapter uh, in, in, this, in the book of Matthew. Uh, we're going to look at some other, other scriptures also, looking at discipleship, looking at who we are as disciples. And we're looking at the calling 
to discipleship. It is so important that we become disciples of Christ Jesus. It is so important, as I said on last week, that being a Christian is just a badge of honor now because everybody's a Christian. Everybody's a Christian, but now it's an accepted term, just like God is an accepted term. Everyone wants to hear from God. Everyone, you know, you go on, go on, go on uh, today, today's show or Good Morning America and talk about God. God is accepted. God is like Visa, Visa and MasterCard. He's accepted throughout the world. But when you mention Jesus, when you say the name of Jesus, that is what sends the rejection notice to your mailbox, to your email box. It comes back declined on your card. But when you are a disciple, that don't make you better than a, better than anyone else. It makes you recognized by Christ. That's all being a disciple is, being a follower. And in Matthew 4, 1 through 11, Jesus is a disciple and was a disciple all the way for his three-year ministry. He was a disciple himself. He was a, he was a disciple who made disciples to teach others how to make disciples. Guys, I'm going to get out of here now. I love you. I pray for you. I hope that whomever hears this podcast will share this podcast. It is so important these days and times that, that we know who we are in Christ Jesus. It is time to take a stand for him so that he will continue to stand for us. Guys, I love you. I look forward to doing this with you on next week. Um, if again, you know or yourself know how to add music to this podcast, please reach out to me. My email is the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. It's that simple. And just let me know uh, how I can, how I can uh, add music uh, to begin and how I can add music to end uh, on that note. Uh, we'll do this again next week. I love you. Tell someone about the goodness of the Lord and begin the preparation of making disciples. Bye now.